1: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Hey folks, how y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Habs Nightly. Unfortunately, Mason is not joining us this episode. Um, We tried to record and his uh, audio, internet, whatever, whatever's causing it. uh, It lagged out too much to really get any uh, valuable audio from it to complete an episode with him. Uh, So unfortunately, Mason was not able to join us. we're really sorry about the inconveniences as of late. It's more or less, I guess, where he lives and his computer still being at fault. But instead, um, just to try to get you guys an episode, get y'all caught up in all things uh Nightly related. Uh, we do have a guest joining us soon. Uh, it's going to be our friend Ryan Chambers of the Stars Remarks podcast on THPN. That is the Dallas Stars uh, affiliate I know Mason isn't the biggest fan of Dallas because he doesn't like anything in the Southern market, apparently. But um, I didn't want to not give you guys an episode, and I thought, uh, what better way than to just talk with another Southerner? Uh, I'm sure he's a lot smarter than me, though. So um, hopefully it won't be too dumb South for y'all today. But I really hope you enjoyed. uh, And thank you all once again for being patient with us. All right, folks. Well, uh, you know, like I said moments ago, you know, technical difficulties, but uh, yeah, so we're kind of winging it today. And thanks to fucking our buddy Ryan from Starcastic Remarks. I called it Star's Remarks earlier. uh, So forgive me for that, Ryan. But uh, man, it's an absolute pleasure having you on. And I love that when I asked, when I put the beacon out and I called, on the slack channel for an ebug i didn't i didn't realize how great it was that it could be translated as uh emergency guest and i was like all right that was flawless and ryan was the only one uh who wasn't busy enough probably watching this game that we just talked about momentarily uh to
0: come to come and save the day man but how are you ryan uh, I'm, I'm doing, I was doing good until Tampa Bay won game six, just like oh, five Jesus. minutes ago. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was better before then, but I, I'm doing good general.
1: Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. My whole night, I haven't even watched a bit of the game because I've been like frantically trying to save this episode tonight. So <laughs> like I've put off all responsibilities to try to just make something of this. So you're an absolute treasure for doing this, but, um, uh, but yeah, so you run the Dallas Stars THPN, uh, and I, I believe you, you do your own. You were doing this before you even came on to THPN. If I saw, it, it was like y'all's anniversary not that long ago. I think it made five seasons or five years of it. But uh, dude, that's a tremendous achievement.
0: Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, we we've been uh, doing sarcastic remarks, uh, pretty much like right before the return to play playoffs started. Because uh, I mean, I mean, just like everybody else, we were bored during the pandemic because, mm-hmm. you know, we were all locked in and everything. And uh, I figured, hey, I wonder how many people would actually care about my uh, my opinions about the Dallas Stars on the Internet. So I started a podcast with my two brothers and we've been doing it for about two and a half years now, I think. That's crazy to think that it's been that long. But uh, but yeah, and we've been in- enjoying it uh and especially we started the podcast at the right time right we were talking about it just before we started recording but uh we started the podcast like right when the stars went on the run in edmonton in the bubble so it was a fan it was fantastic and so much fun to do uh episodes while they were on their run and everything Mm -hmm. i I wish they could have beat tampa bay but it is what it is so no
1: i i completely agree with that um we also started uh we started a little bit before the pandemic. Uh, I was with THPN. I had never done podcasting, same boat though. Like, just kind of like, I wonder if people would be interested in like this random New Orleanian that is like somewhat, you know, uh, logical with hockey just loves the sport more of just a fan than anything. And I wondered if people would be interested in it, it it took off. And I really, uh, I really loved everyone that, uh, was, was could stand by and just accept that I'm not brilliant in the ways of speaking, but the passion is there for the game. <laughs> but, uh but yeah, so like me and my cousin during COVID, we were stuck working in like warehouse uh instead of like doing the long draws and special events, which is my job. Like I work for like the saints and shit like that. Um So we're, we're working in the fucking warehouse for Budweiser and we're just riding around don't listen osha but we're riding around doing pallets (laughs) and we've got we've got the fucking uh (laughs) we've got our tablets shrink wrapped to the machine with the with the games on and we were just running running with Dallas uh obviously you know we don't have a team down here anymore and the Dallas stars and the Nashville predators are like the same distance away it's like seven hours and like 20 minutes for Dallas and it's like seven and 10 for Nashville. So like uh, that's the only teams we can kind of catch locally. So they've become a a hotbed for us. And and Dallas has been so good to us. Uh, I haven't gone out there. My cousin has, but like, as far as like just being able to like go to a bar and before ESPN and TNT, like it was like one of the few games that we could watch. And it was just like, kind of like what we were on. He's a big San Jose fan. Like I said, before we started, Um, And I love Joe Pavelski. It was a love having him this close. I'd love to go to a Dallas game to see him. But um, same thing, though, like we also were gifted an opportunity to like be like really getting in the groove of recording and and producing podcasts during our run last year. And it was fantastic. Uh, Definitely needed a break after, though. We were just recording so much shit because it was just. Oh, yeah. felt like we couldn't be stopped. You know, oh yeah. And then we ran into this <laughs> bullshit ass Florida team that y'all ran into. Um, and here we are now they're fucking one game away from meeting the avalanche uh, next week. And hopefully uh, our two teams get a bit of uh, just desserts off of uh kale McCarr <laughs> and Nathan McKinnon and them,
0: man, I'm telling you and no offense to both of our teams. Cause we love our teams, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love our teams. But, you know, there's the argument about Colorado this year and that Colorado hasn't really played a real team other than maybe St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Stanley Cup final, you could argue that they haven't really played a real team.
1: Yes. Yes. Just a
0: hot team. I mean, the stars were hot in 2020. They on the backs of Anton Hudobin. They got goals when they needed it. And then Montreal was just shut down defense and was fantastic in that 2021 run. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, assuming they make it, which it looks very likely that they will now, the Avalanche are the first, you know, full, complete team that the Tampa Bay Lightning have faced in the Stanley Cup final in the past three years. And and I I know I'm kind of already jumping to conclusions that they're going to make it and everything because, I mean, the Rangers could still say something about this and win it in seven, but I just don't see it. But uh, assuming they do make it, the Avalanche would be the first team that they actually face that is, you know, uh, decent among the three Stanley cup mm-hmm. finalists. So no,
1: I, I love the way you said that we actually, um, you know, obviously, you know, before, before the finals, you know, you're just so pumped for your team. You're not talking any flaws. You're not talking that it's a miracle run. You just like, we're here for a reason. And then, once you get fucking blown out five, you know, <laughs> basically five fucking games, you kind of settle down and, and you accept that ego has kind of been blown. Um, but, no, we, we said something very similar uh, at the end of last year is that, you know, Tampa Bay has only gotten a chance to play, you know, one or two complete teams but never really faced anyone that was a complete wagon in, in the finals. It was just two miracle teams, two teams that would just, like you said, running on a hot goalie and getting the offense, finding the the goals when, when they were needed. And now they're absolutely up against like a hot challenge. I really thought um, even St. Louis would have been something to put up with, but uh, this is, this is their, hopefully their last chance. uh, But the best chance to play like an absolute, absolutely well put together team that isn't just uh, making it work on, on the road and, and just in this series. So um, hopefully, hopefully it is that like, I I did like what you said about the Rangers though. Um, I would like to see them turn it around, but uh, we talked a little bit before that you kind of, you really can't let Tampa Bay, kind of regain their strength and their composure you fucking take two two at home two at home first you really needed to to grab one of them on the road um and instead you're, you're falling back and it it seems like we see this every every the past two years uh i mean the islanders almost had them toronto almost had them Fucking, it's just we're just stuck watching these teams find a way to make it work and then just just give them enough to stay in the game it's Honestly, I don't even want to watch their series. I, I try not to, but I'm always forced into it because I'm like, please just give me some hope.
0: Yeah, I really thought that uh when Florida won their series against Washington, I thought for sure that they were going to put up a bigger fight than they did against Tampa Bay. And there was almost no fight, which mm-hmm. shocked me beyond all belief, considering, you know, that Florida team, you know. During the season, I think they were averaging four goals a game, like during the season. Yeah, and that's that's stupid. That's like nineteen eighties numbers. <laughs> and then uh, just the way that I mean, I know everyone in Toronto was really upset that uh, they lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning, but I, I mean, really, you you can't get mad about that. They it, it's nothing like last year. Right. Mm -hmm. When when Toronto lost to Montreal, it was absolutely the complete opposite. I mean, they just they were just not the better team. (laughs) That was the fact they played well and they weren't the better team. And, you know, that's the one thing that I wish the stars would do is like, I don't mind losing. I really don't. If you give it a full 100 percent effort Mm -hmm. And, and if you lose and the other team is just better. Great. Then I'm I'm fine with that. But it's so often that, you know, you, you watch some of these teams and they're like, oh, well, we're not, we're the, you know, we're just going to lose, but we're not really going to put forth a full effort <laughs> or at least it, it doesn't appear that way or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, that's just frustrating more than anything. And it, it it's just, I don't know what the heck it is about this Tampa Bay team that makes them so clutch. And it, it just, they always seem to find the players and trade for the right players who are clutch. Like the, I mean, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one was Blake Coleman and Barkley Goudreau, right? Those two guys. Mm-hmm. And then, for some freaking reason, all of a sudden Nick Paul, uh <laughs> former Dallas Stars draft pick Nick Paul, I should say too, and it, it is now like the clutch gene of mm-hmm. of whatever. And, and then in today's game, it was like Mikhail Sergachev. It's like, how do you teach that? How do you get that gene? And it's just like somebody needs to do like a, a freaking like experiment on uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning organization and figure out like what they're feeding their players or something. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know, something. And, and just, you know, apply that to all the NHL teams. And then, I mean, the NHL would be the best league in the world if everybody had the clutch gene. And it's just right. like, Ugh! I don't know. it's
1: it's stupid and honestly Ryan you know compared to the last two seasons this is the one year that you know obviously we're 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 putting an asterisk from that that one year they lost to Columbus three years back but this is the one year where this where the Tampa Bay Lightning really look like they have like you know some links missing in their armor like it's there's there's some weakness and mm-hmm. teams have been able to exploit it. Unfortunately, like you said though, I was hoping that Florida was gonna put up a damn good fight and at it least didn't. at least weaken this team coming in. T- like I didn't think Florida was gonna win, uh, but I definitely thought that they were gonna do what like Calgary did to Edmonton is just, you know, beat the wheels off of each other and then you know, whoever moves on is 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 not. Is not looking good, you know. Like they're they're low on gas, and right. instead it was just an easy. It was an easy win for them. It got a couple of their guys. I feel like a little healthy. They didn't have to do as much work, and you know they go on to play a hot Rangers oh. team that looked like you know they were going to change things. I mean, they. I don't remember what the record was, but I mean, fucking first team to to you know have back to back wins against Tampa and. What, probably like four, four playoffs now, four, four playoffs. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I just feel like if, if this was the year that a team could really knock them off other than that first year where they just went unreal in the, in the, the regular season and just was too gassed in the, in the end. But I don't know, man. Um, I really, I really hope that, they come out and play their best because I, I did like that. You said that that's another point that you made. Um, I thought Montreal was going to be amazing against Tampa. I've been wanting this rematch since they went to the cup, since Tampa beat us to go to the cup to play uh, Chicago and lost. I was like, I've been, I've been looking forward to this for forever. And when we got on the ice and played that, I'm watching at home and I'm like, we don't stand a chance. And that like, Hurt me to my core, but I was just like, this team is just that fucking good. Like they're just that good that they're just they're putting on a clinic. And, it, and I feel like we're an AHL team, and we we've had we were tremendous. We we did everything right, and still lost. It was just looking <laughs> at like a, a fucking giant in front of you, you know, like it was yeah, it was unreal. And I think like like we were talking about moments ago, like I think this is the year that they have an absolute challenge ahead of them uh, and a team that is built. I don't want to say just like them because they haven't, they don't have the pedigree of two back-to-back Stanley cups, but a team that is just as well built. And I'm excited to see that. Um, man, we kind of went on a tangent on that. I don't want to hold you up too much longer. I, it <laughs> is fucking late. I know you're probably central time like me. It's 10 o'clock. Um, yep. But yeah, man, I really want to uh, thank you for coming on. Um, I do like to give, all guests the floor uh before they exit to promote whatever they want i'm sure you want to promote your amazing podcast on the THPN network but uh the floor is yours my friend i just thank you so
0: much for filling in for us yeah no problem i'll i'll be the ebug whenever you need me to i love talking any kind of hockey any oh, yeah. so but uh the, we actually started a a new project uh this off season that was i actually had a good idea i don't have very many good ideas but this was a good one. Sounds like me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but my brothers and I were talking uh, off air after one episode we did uh, called, uh, what do we call it? Skittleverse. There was a, an episode called Skittleverse. I'm not going to go into the reason why it was called that. It has a long story there, too. But we, we kind of <laughs> talked about how we got into hockey, you know, especially okay. as being down in the South and like, you know, why, how did we get into this? And we talked about all our stories behind it. And, you know, I loved hockey because my dad got me into it. I started skating when I was four, I was on Darian Hatcher's son's team, all sorts of other stuff like that. And then it kind of kind of got me thinking, you know, what if we heard stories from other Dallas stars fans and how, how they got into hockey. And, And I mean, just anybody, not just like, you know, the the quote unquote big names, the, the you know, the, the mm-hmm. super fans or the fans that everybody knows, you know, not just those guys, but what about like, you know, you know, average Jim and average Joe and, yeah. you, know, you know, I mean, similar Sandy or whatever. So we actually start we actually started a couple series of episodes uh, where we're talking to these guys and to these gals and just asking them, Hey, what are, what are some of your favorite moments? Uh, how'd you get into hockey? Why hockey? And, uh, we actually just did an episode with Matt day. Who's a, he is a super fan, but he, he's mm-hmm. got an incredible story. This guy literally he had, he had cancer and he made his doctor reschedule his surgery a week later for his cancer So he could go to the Dallas stars home, home open. (laughs) And I'm I'm not joking. I am not joking. (laughs) That is literally what he told me. And and I'm just sitting there dumbfounded. I'm like, wow, what kind of fan am am I? I thought I was a real fan. (laughs) (laughs) He's sitting sitting there delaying his surgery, but anyways, uh, I'm really excited about this, uh, this series of episodes that we're doing this uh, off season. And uh, you can go check it out on our podcast feed. We've got the first two of many, many episodes that are coming in this series. And as always, you can follow follow us on Stochastic R on Twitter, Facebook, uh, and also Instagram. So, But again, man, thanks for having me on. I'm glad I could uh, fill in and help you out a little bit.
1: No problem, man. Uh, once you guys are done with the Dallas coverage, if you guys uh, want to extend that to just all Southerners, let me know. I have the most ignorant story as to how I got uh, into hockey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah if you want to just take over the whole southern market uh yeah i am definitely down for that but man it's been an absolute pleasure and um best wishes to you and your other two brothers uh with y'all's podcast and your new skittle what was it the skittle verse or i'm gonna have to find that episode i'm i'm intrigued now to find where the beginning of it is and then and delve into it, it this sounds really cool but man i just want to thank you once again for coming on it's been a pleasure
0: yep no problem man appreciate you having me on all right buddy thank you no problem
1: we want to thank ryan for coming and saving the episode today uh, it was an absolute pleasure and uh for all of our twitter fans uh if you guys could go give ryan a follow if you're if you're uh well ryan's podcast him and his brothers have if y'all can go give them a follow at Star, that's at S-T-A-R-C-A-S-T-I-C-R. That's Starcastic Remarks. It's our, like we said, the Dallas Stars uh, affiliate for us. Um, great listen. Great great guy. We've talked previously. Uh, we did a – when we tried to reboot the THPN After Hours, it kind of turned into, like, just the Southern Network guys because – Uh, the central time zone kids were like not doing shit that day. So it just ended up being that way. Um, So I had met Ryan back then, but uh, absolute beauty, great guy. Um, And if you guys could do me a favor and and give him a follow, if you don't want to follow him, you're not a big fan. Just go give one of his episodes a listen, help him out a little bit. It helps tremendously um, to get them like the algorithm to get podcasts pop back up in different networks. So It would help out a lot. But um, before we wrap things up, we do have a message from our sponsors over at DraftKings. Hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. There's nothing better. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. All you got to do is create your own parlays by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot in an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, the best of all. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Y'all remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. That's minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Please see the show notes for details. Yeah, so uh, in the beginning of the episode, I, I said "Star Star's remarks, <laughs> and I felt like an idiot because I was looking at it moment, moments ago, like moments before I hit, okay, uh, I saw the name of it, I was like, okay, it's Starcastic Remarks, I got this, and I completely shit the bed uh, seconds into the episode, but I'm so happy that, that uh, I was able to tee it up to where he called you know, he named the podcast and realized I made a mistake. So uh, <laughs> I actually pulled up their Twitter account and had it up the whole time. That way I couldn't fuck it up again. But um, it's real unfortunate, guys, that Mason couldn't be here. Um, there's a lot of – there's not a lot, but there's some really key things that the Haves have done uh, since the last time we talked that I, I know he really wants to talk about. And I'm just going to bring them up. That way you guys are caught up. I'm sure, you guys are already, but it makes me fucking feel better that I was able to do that for y'all today. But um, please just bear with us. Uh, we are recording a little earlier uh, for the next episode in in hopes that his computer is fixed um, for the upcoming one. But we will go into uh, further depths of it. But Chris Wyman resigns. It's at a fucking league minimum. He's getting paid twelve thousand dollars higher than the league minimum. Uh, it's an absolute fucking steal for the type of guy that Chris Wideman is uh, as far as like an offensive defenseman and what he's going to bring to the locker room. Uh, the Canadian sign Marie-Philippe Poulet, I know I said it right because I believe I've practiced it about six or seven times and I can't fuck it up like I did sarcastic remarks. We would love to get further into that. Um, I love that they brought her in to try to – uh, bring a winning pedigree to these younger kids to make, to make them. Uh, fuck. I forgot what her role is called. And uh, it's mainly because fucking Mason's not here, but we also going to talk about the next time. And Josh, Joshua was entrance into his first professional game and how good he did. Um, also, how about that? Lucky goal for the avalanche to move forward. Um, that's what he is. He's just a highlight guy when you need them in the playoffs. I honestly miss Leckie, Um, and I saw rumors about a possible Josh Anderson movement on Twitter. Um, Hope you guys aren't falling for that shit. I don't see it happening, but I'm really looking to see the Avs versus Tampa Bay in the finals because I finally want them to play a team that can play just like them offensively and give them a run for their money, and it's finally time for the Avalanche to win again. So, uh, unfortunately, this episode is not what it was supposed to be. I thank you guys for bearing with us in this time where we're trying to get the audio set back up, the computer fixed, but uh, you guys are loyal to us, and I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart that you guys are not shitting on us right now, and we're not losing the listens uh, because we honestly only do this for y'all. This came to be out of a... Want to be hobby, uh, want to just talk the sport itself, the team itself, and uh, it just really grew into satisfying y'all. And I know that we're probably leaving y'all a little unsatisfied right now, but please bear with us. It is uh, the wheels are in motions for it to be fixed. But uh, thank y'all so much. This has been Habs Nightly. Please give us a follow on Habs Nightly on Twitter and myself you Benders. Um, we also do have just like I say every time and I'm always scrambling to find it. We do have a speak pipe, um, which is like a voicemail on the internet. If you guys want to leave us questions or topics to talk about or just shout us out or tell me I'm stupid. Um, that's at www.speakpipe.com forward slash Habs nightly. We hope you guys have a great night. We can't wait to talk to you again on Monday. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the Hockey Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from.